to the 38th episode of the Bogey Allen Podcast. My name is Russ. My name is Jesse. And this is Andy. And your boy, Gio. We are the Bogey Allen Podcast. Episode 38, fellas. Happy fucking Veterans Day, everybody. Happy Veterans Day to you two. Happy Veterans Day. All right. Before we get into it, make sure you go like, share, follow, subscribe. We're going to be dropping some YouTube content soon. All right, we're trying to put the podcast out on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to us on there. I just want to give another thank you to our two lovely Bogey Island members who happen to be veterans. Veterans Day is, I've noticed in the past couple of years that I've been out and that I'm, like, I'm in veteran status, I guess, has been like a declining, you know, kind of celebrated thing. Like, we don't get that off of work, obviously, but like, I've just veterans are the reason why all of you people that listen to this podcast are free to listen to this podcast. Why, and absolutely. I, that's, and that's impo- it is important Germans. to celebrate that veterans have built this country. They're also you know the I mean? reason they're also the reason why we get to sit here and record for you lovely people, lovely golf followers who like to listen to what we have to say. I know there's not a lot of you out there right now, but you know that that that's getting we'll bigger. get there. Let's go. Right now as you listen to this, some of you people Listen to this on Saturday. I'm going to be sitting in an Applebee's or a Chili's or Buffalo Wild Wings or I'm on my way to Dunks to get my free Dony. Like, butternut? There's a bunch of things. Hopefully butternut. <laughs> if not, what? If not, I'm probably going to go with the, the jelly. If Ooh, not, the Boston cream. Nah, Boston cream is probably my last pick. I'll probably pick a, <sighs> a plain donut or OG original mm-hmm. on top of that. Oh, yeah. Like glazed or just straight up nah, plain? No, straight up original. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if yeah. you can't tell. Straight up good, plain is good to dip in your coffee. Yeah, if y'all can't tell, we, we love donuts. <laughs> and, <laughs> Second time we talk about them. And here at Bogey Island, we love our veterans. So Again, happy Veterans Day to you, too, and thank you for yeah. allowing us to be here tonight. Enjoying these thank you, nice cold Coca-Colas. You're welcome. <laughs> it's uh, it's happy Veterans Day to America. You know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's happy, happy Veterans Day to this country that... To you all know, the other ones out there, founded Listen. founded upon Appreciate veterans, it. you know sa- their sacrifice is why why we're here, and we you know this country is not doing great right now, but the reason why we were the strongest superpower in the world at one point was because of our military. So I mean, it, it, yep. it is important on that. So tonight we're going to talk about some uh, from a couple of from some standpoints from some veterans. We're gonna we want to hit do's and please don'ts for Veterans Day. All right, when you're. If you're out there, you know, hanging around restaurants and stuff, or like you're just trying to to thank a veteran, it, it, there's there's some steps. Um, we're gonna just honor a, a cool veteran real quick. This guy, uh, Gunnery Sergeant Bassalone. Hopefully, you guys have heard of him. He's a really famous Marine. Um, we're just gonna give him like a two minute spotlight, um, and then we're gonna go into some really current events. So hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Like Andy said, go ahead and like, share, subscribe, and uh, enjoy the episode. So, I don't know if uh, y'all have ever seen it, but the Pacific. Uh, Thank you. Absolute perfect. One of my favorite things to watch on Veterans Day. Um, you watch know, the whole thing. Watch like yeah. every season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only one season. It's a mini Watch the whole fucking It's an HBO miniseries. Oh, absolutely. Every Veteran Day, me and Corbin watch that. Uh, you know, we got a couple other ones that we watch. But, man, the things that Barcelona did, just what a what a heartwarming story for america you know what i mean so like i wrote down a bunch of stuff just off the top of my head about i was like all right i want to spotlight like of of for this veterans day i'd like i'd really like to spotlight gunny basalone because of how 
fucking awesome of a Marine, but he was a great American. So, I mean, like, yep. I wrote down all this shit, and then I was like, all right, I got to fact check this just to make sure because it's going to go to a public forum. I was like, yeah, I still got it. I still got <laughs> so it. So let, let's get into that because when I got here, you were talking about him, and I, you know, I'm not a military guy. I respect our military, and I respect what they do for us and our freedoms. And, um, you know, so I'm always curious, especially I got two good buddies who are in the military, and I like to hear about their stories and, you know, where they came from and kind of who they, you know, what made them you know, who they are and who I call my best friends. So um, let's find out about what – remind me of his name so, again. So this guy, uh, Gunnery Sergeant Johnny Bassalone. Okay. Um, he was this friggin' guinea awesome American from uh, from New Jersey. And um, he was born in 1916, all right? He was an 0331 machine gunner in the Marine Corps. And as a sergeant in charge of a machine gun section on a perimeter defense in Guadalcanal – he had 38 confirmed kills while running ammo to his teams and fixing machine gun systems as they went down. Um, he had a lot, of, a lot of kills with a sidearm, which was uncommon for what was going on at the time. So that was pretty cool. And he was with 1-7, which is like a very prideful unit in the Marine Corps. Um, and he got the Medal of Honor in Guadalcanal. And then, um, then after Guadalcanal, he got the Medal of Honor, right? So then this prick... They go, hey, we're going to bring you home because you're like a war hero back home in the newspapers. And so they sent him home to sell war bonds, you know, to do like a tour basically to sell war bonds. Captain America. Right? Yeah. Just pretty, this guy's pretty much, they wrote Captain America off of this fucking guy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> fucking Marine though, he wasn't in the Army. No offense, Russ. <laughs> Sorry, they make movies based on uh, the best branch, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Famous, brothers. Saving Private Ryan. So when Band this dude came home, like pictures. he was on tour, <laughs> he was selling he was selling war bonds, <laughs> and he was also banging this smoking blondie that was like a big celeb at the time. I can't remember her name, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, like this Marilyn Monroe type of bitch, <laughs> and that's what he was doing as a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps that just got off like a huge combat deployment where he got the Medal of Honor. So then he's banging this really hot blonde broad. Uh, and then he literally requested to go deploy again back to the Pacific. Um, so he went back to, uh, to, uh, 127 5th Marine Division and, um, he died as a gunnery sergeant. He was in charge of a platoon of a weapons platoon and he was posthumously awarded the Navy cross, which is like kind of right under the medal of honor as far as like the ranking of those go. And he's the only enlisted Marine to ever get the Medal of Honor and the Navy Cross awarded to him. Hoorah! Wild. And what's crazy is all that shit, he was, he was in forever, and he died when he was 28 years old. He was 28 years old at, at the time of all this? Wow. He was 28. He was younger than you guys. Right, I dude. Just like, when you When you hear that story, you picture like this, like... You know, fifty, sixty-year-old man who like his yeah, shit. It's like, like war torn. Been, yeah, exactly. Like war torn. Like and dude, he was just this like little Italian dude from Jersey that was like eight. We're was, older than he was. Yeah, when he died. That's what I'm saying. Like our that is the greatest hero. generation. Our boy, our boy Jeff just turned twenty-eight. Yeah, you know just what I'm saying. Twenty-eight. That's like what have you accomplished, Jeff? <laughs> <Absolutely>. Whoa, <laughs> oh, man, we're gonna we're gonna get. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had a Medal of Honor when he was 26. Well, uh, I mean, thank, that's impressive. Well, again, right. thank you to veterans like him. Yo, I've met a Medal of Honor recipient. Yeah, you should tell us person. about that. So I was at the PX. I was, was back when I was in the Army. I was at uh, Joint Base Lewis McCord, Tacoma, Washington. Beautiful, beautiful place on Earth. Tacoma, Tacoma. grunge music. 
Yeah, home a lot of Seattle. Yeah, home a lot of crazy cool stuff. Home, home of a lot of uh, heroin and pills. <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah, so Starbucks. Uh, yeah. I was at the PX one day. It's you know it's the exchange. It's like the mall slash like. The mall. It's pretty much the mall. You can buy a bunch of... It's the mall, pretty much. But it's yeah. mall slash, like, Clothing. everything but grocery. <clears throat> like, so you can buy, like, toilet paper, and you can buy, like, cleaning supplies. You can buy, like, like... You just can't buy, like, your fruits and vegetables at the PX. Yeah. So, I'm at the PX. I'm standing there. I got a bunch of stuff waiting to, ca- waiting to cash out. I'm in full uniform. And I'm standing there. I see this ranger walk by. It's a nice tambourine on. Nice class A uniform, his dress blues, looking fucking snazzy. He had all these awards and ribbons and all. I was like, oh, that dude looks fucking badass. So I was watching him and I was like, kind of looked vaguely familiar. And I was watching him in the electronic section, super creepy. I'm waiting in line, probably waiting in line for like 10 minutes. And I noticed this blue ribbon around his neck. So I'm kind of kind of looking at it a little bit more, just zooming that in. That can only be one thing. It could be two <laughs> things, honestly. It could be, it could be an Audie Murphy Award winner. <laughs> Or it could be a Medal of Honor recipient, you know? So I'm really looking, I'm trying to figure out the, the blue, and I'm trying to see it. The sure shit, it's start first class at the time. Leroy Petrie won a Medal of Honor. And I'm standing there in line, this dude's right over there. I'm like, this is fucking insane. I'm like, So I have two choices at this time. Like, either just go through the line and go on about my day like nothing, or I get out of this line that I've been waiting in for a little bit. That I'm the next up in line and be like... Go meet this guy, the Medal of Honor recipient. I'm a private. I was a private first class at the time. To go walk up to some random sergeant first class at the PX, like, I shouldn't do that. I just shouldn't do that in uniform. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is not something I should just go do. But it's different, so. Got out of line, walked right up to him. I was like, excuse me, sergeant. Like, stopped. He kind of turned around. I was like, it's an honor to meet you, like... You know, that's all I can really remember from the time. He said something back to me, like, it, it was an honor to meet me type of deal. Like, you know, just keep, you know, just some motivational horse shit. And I shook his robotic hand, like, the hand that got blown off. I shook that hand. It was it was insane, like, just the whole experience. But I know I was supposed to salute him. I was supposed to salute the Medal of Honor when I seen it, but I just didn't. And I don't know, to that day, it kind of fucks with me a little bit. But, you know, it was pretty cool. It was probably the coolest part of my military career was meeting that dude. That's pretty awesome. It's at the PX just on a normal fucking like Wednesday afternoon or something. Just walked right up. He just walked in the PX. I was <clears> looked like the only one that walked up to him, like shook his hand. I think I think what's important to state too is uh you know, like it's always it's cool to meet like like in the military a Medal of Honor recipient is a celebrity. It was a celebrity. Right? Yeah. Right. Like, like Everyone 100%. In there knew who he was. So exactly. with the with the feeling <clears throat> that you had when you met him be equivalent to like a starstruck type feeling? hundred percent. Okay. But to the point where I like I got out of line of, at like to cash out and walked up to him. I had to get back in that line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you chose to do that. But I mean yeah. like that's just yeah, because you chose to you know, do it. But like if you didn't make that choice, you wouldn't have that cool story. I wouldn't have us. that memory, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, like I life's I, about memories, bro, and you created one for yourself. That's cool. Yeah, you know what dope. I mean? You took that into your own hands. That's awesome. I I, I gotta say like I I I was in for a long time, and I, I served with a lot of a lot of just above average, like regular Joes, like regular guys that were just uh, that I, I haven't met people like them in the civilian world for the most part, and I it's a different caliber of people that that I worked with in my time in, and that's that's what I respect about the military is because. It's a brotherhood. It, 
Yeah, but I'm. It's 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 more than that. It's it's kind of hard to put into words, I guess. But it, people that you know, like, just do it. Like their their day job isn't, you know, waking up at seven o'clock and feed the dog and get the kid ready for school and then go to your go to the office. You know, it's like you're in formation at five o'clock and then uh, screaming your face off, counting, and and then you go to PT for two hours, an hour, and then uh, you know you're working with guns all day or you're shooting right next to your friend or you're throwing explosives or you're you're utilizing explosives or you're doing shit that could kill you every fucking day and everybody fucking loves it everybody's like this is the best fucking job on the planet and and the crazy part is you get no fucking money to do it and, and that's why to, like to me like i meet people like everyone in the civilian sector is like money money i need money i need money and in the in the military it's I need to do this cooler thing that I've yeah. already done. That's I've thrown a frag. I want to do demo on a door. I want to do a donut charge on a fucking topside outboard door, man. I want to dive out of planes with <laughs> fucking. I want to do. Fu- I've already done jump school. Now I want to do fucking Halo quality. You know what I mean? Like that's what it was for me. It was like, so this is just like this is just an adrenaline junkie type thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's people that it's people that Constant. seek that seek more responsibility than. What they probably You're not thinking, can right, handle. You're like, not thinking about the money. If you right. go, if you could be like a normal, there's bigger things. Yeah, there's a could, bigger picture. You than could just be a the normal money. infantry it's people in the that want to do then, more than what they are. Yeah, yeah. Like that's you, what everyone in the normal, military shares. If you're just shares. a normal infantryman in the army, then you're like, fuck this. I don't want to be a normal infantryman doing nothing. Fucking, you know, or doing crazy shit, or just sitting around fucking going to the motor pool every day. And that Monday. sucks because in the mil- in the Marine Corps, just if you're an O three eleven infantryman, you are you fucking. You do everything. You you're do the, all the work. You are the base of the Marine Corps. Like as a, even as a boot, you're like fuck yeah. My job is every job other than mine. Every MOS code other than O three eleven is built to support my effort on the battlefield because of our I structure. Going, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> well, ruined, sorry, ruined what I was trying to say. Well, again, <laughs> I forget what I was trying to say. Now. Thank you guys again for your service, and uh, we're gonna move on to some. All right, some do's and please don'ts for Veterans Day out there for for uh, for you you people, you Americans. All right. <laughs> hey, all you people. So from all right, all right hey, snip all that because I got you. I got, I'll, let me redo at this point. Let me redo. All right, some some do's and please don'ts for Veterans Day. All right, um, some do's. De- please please thank a veteran. Like if you know a veteran, I would say give him a text. Give them a, you know what I mean? If it's a family member or something, give them a text. Family say, member, hey. significant other yes. that never says it to you on Veterans Day. Um, you know, anybody. Yeah. Like, if you know a veteran, just, hey, give them a text and just let them know that you care. You know what I mean? Uh, 17 of my friends have killed themselves since I've been in the Marine Corps. You know what I mean? Since I, since I enlisted. Yeah. And that hurts. That's a lot and, of people, man. You know, some of them were on deployment. Some Sucks. of them were after deployment. Well, I, I had two, two of my... Two of my Marines killed themselves last year. I mean, it happens all the time, and it, it, something as simple as a text message to a veteran that you know can be the difference between you know them being a statistic, and that's the truth, and that is the that is the truth. Yeah, yeah so something that a, simple. Send a text, make that call. You know, so that's a big do. For I got sure. a I got a grandfather who was in Vietnam. My right. boy Mike's dad was in Vietnam. Vietnam vets had it rough, and yeah, I'm older too. than Mike. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> Some, uh, Love you, bro. <laughs> that's a good do. Um, a good please don't is uh, please don't 
please don't uh, be uh, super awkward about like like if you see an old guy in a hat out at the bar, don't be like. Is it just like Call of Duty? Like, uh, uh, I saw your I saw your plate. How was Afghanistan? Fucking. Did you have fun? Was it a good vacation? <laughs> hey, um, the the best thing you like seriously on Veterans Day, if you're not a veteran and you you just want to be a good American, best thing to do is just say. Hey, thanks for your service, and that's it. And don't don't even expect anything in return because ninety percent of us don't know how to fucking answer that. Yeah. I'm gonna so, say I mean, you're welcome. Yeah, I I, I don't you, know. I usually just go uh, thanks for saying thanks. You know, like I, I don't right, I don't you're know. Welcome. Like yeah. it's a good stern way to respond because you can't make them feel bad by you saying you're welcome because they, they said, said thank, thank you. you. Yeah, so you're like you're welcome. That's Honestly, true. that's the I just like, I don't want to say that because. I've served with a ton of dudes who have done a lot more than I have. And same. I, to, so to, same. for me, I do, I so being in a, can't say that. So being being like so my full time job is sales. You know what I mean. So being yeah. in that position, you know, you end up you know selling your product to a veteran eventually. You know, veterans are consumers too. You know, and like they'll you know they'll come in with the hat on or there'll be some kind of symbol that they have that's letting me know like they were they were yeah. military. Hopefully. Like, hope you're not wearing nine-line medevac stuff. <laughs> Seven-six-two gear. <laughs> no idea Five, what that means. Just straight, uh, like a nine-line apparel. Yeah. No but step on. Just the basic, just the basic hat. You know Don't what I mean? Just like yep. something like that, or like the, or like the 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 bomber jacket. You know what I mean? Yep. Something like that. Um, you know, I'm always when I'm introducing Cortex. myself to them, I'm always gonna say thank you for your service, Cortex. and I've always done that. And you know they, they it gives you it makes them like you a little bit more and respect you a little bit more for respecting them. Yeah. I do want to say the first they, time I met you, the first words out of your mouth. I know Max had already said something to you because you went, "Hey man, thanks for your service. I'm Andy." And I was like, "Hey man." So that's just the type of person I am too. I'm not saying it because you're a veteran. I'm saying it because I genuinely mean it. I've got yeah. family who are in the military and stuff like that. So like I genuinely mean that. Yeah. So no, like, and I appreciate. And you so for like that. when you say when you say like that's the first thing you know he said to me, and then you say like you know don't say thank you in public because ninety percent of us don't know how to reply. Something like that though. Like if if someone's genuine about it, they're gonna be like you're welcome, or they're gonna say you know thank you for thank that. You. So like yeah, abs- no, absolutely. In I, my I, position at work, when I say something like that, ninety percent of the time it's just like, "Oh, you're welcome." I I see anywhere from fifteen to but twenty you don't, people you a day. Don't go on and about it. I mean a lot of it. I, I see I see veterans and I and I just go, "Hey, thanks for your service." By the yeah, way, yeah, but you, you don't go I mean? on like about it. You know what I mean? You leave right. it at that, and then you move on about your business. That's how it, you know what I mean. Like yep. other people want to be like, "Oh, what branch were you in?" And what you know, like believe it or not, saying like like I don't care if it even sounds conceited. Like if I'm out at the ninety nine and like I have like a Marine Corps hat on, and someone says like, "Thank you for your service," like that that means a lot to me. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I put a lo- I put my entire youth and like my body into that. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. like no, that does like, that does it. means even if like I, I don't know what to resp- I don't know how to respond a lot of times. I'm just usually caught off guard. Well, and see, I'm like uh, uh, thank you, thank you. So from so from means something. So from a civilian yeah. standpoint, we're not expecting anything out of that. We're just we're we're saying it to let you know some people do that's why i'm saying like the police so, yeah, some people sit it. there so from a civilian <laughs> so from a civilian standpoint who has family who's in the military and friends who are in the military and from that standpoint like it's just a thank you and that's because you're genuine about it and don't expect a response if you're out in public they're out in public too maybe they were, right. maybe they were family maybe you know maybe they got something going on you know maybe they got a meeting like you 
you don't want to be like yeah they're they're at work yeah you know what I mean? a simple thank you and move on with your day will yeah. just like a simple text we were saying a simple phone call to a family member that will change their day that would change maybe the re- next 10 years of their life who yeah. knows absolutely yeah. so a simple thank you in public is enough for that veteran they'll so take that please move please on. reach out to a, a veteran that you know this this uh veterans day and uh today and, yeah Today, Saturday. when this comes out, Saturday, November 11th. <laughs> um, and thanks. So, all right, Jesse, you ready to talk some golf? Yeah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk about the TGL. Yeah, the TGL, TGL dude. TGI I am so I Fridays. <laughs> TGI. Yeah, it's not TGI Fridays. It's the TGL. I believe it stands for Tech Driven Golf League or something like that. It's like Tech Golf League. Well, anyway, who fucking know? <laughs> who knows? All we know is Don't care. it's going to be fire. It's going to oh, be yeah. dope. So they came out with uh, the teams. They're, they're starting to roster them. Well, let's, hold on, Jeff. Let's talk about the TGL. You know, this is a new thing, so a lot of people aren't 100% on it. So what is it? So uh, Tiger and Rory got together and was like, yo, we have a fuck ton of money. Let's uh <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Let's uh let's build a fucking facility. Let's get ESPN to sign our dicks and then fucking <laughs> let's put pro golfers on virtual golf and air it on fucking TV on Monday night. Yeah. So so basically there's going to be <laughs> wrap these guys into fuckers. So this is going to be Justin Thomas. Let's get them all. So the cool Fuck thing em. the cool thing about the TGL is it's going to be a team format and they're going to be representing certain cities throughout the United States. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, like it's you're cool. bringing competitive it's competitive Keegan. team it's te- team competition now in golf. And it's really cool and I was reading up a little bit about how some of the formats going to go. So like they they built a facility or there is a they're using a facility somewhere in, uh, in Jupiter, Florida. I believe that's where it's going to be like headquartered because you know yep. Tiger Woods um, being constructed. So from what I read, it's an oversized golf simulator with with an adjustable or like modulate. I forget how they the wording was, but it's like it, it's an adjustable green essentially. So yeah, green depending on where they're playing, like the course or whatever that they're playing on the simulator, they take the data from that course and they put it on the tech green and the green will contour to that actual green. Yeah, oh wild. my god. So it brings a it brings a very competitive you know, it, it makes it more competitive because it's not just one green that they all get to putt on all the time. And like what's the hardest thing about virtual golf is like when you get close to the green. You know right. What, right? Like when you get close to the green, it's like, well, do I chip it or do I just putt it at this point? So I think that, I think they feet. will be chipping. I think mainly the long shots are going to be on the simulator, and I think yeah. there is enough room for actual chipping onto the green. Oh wow! Yeah, so there will. So and it's going to be team format. There's going to be four players per team. Um, there are there is one team fully confirmed right now. Yeah, it's the Boston Common the Boston Golf, Boston Boston Common team, golf team. So Boston sick. Common Golf, bro. The first fully Ooh. confirmed team is right here yeah, in with Rory fucking Boston. Let's talk about the roster on that team really quick. Yeah. You got your very own New England native, Keegan Bradley. You got Rory McIlroy. We might as well say welcome home, you, you Celtic. You Celtic. A Celtic. He's a Celtic. <laughs> He's, He's a not Celtic. a Celtic. He's a Celtic. He's a Celtic. Welcome home. Hopefully it feels like home to you, buddy. And then you got Adam Scott. And Tyrrell Hatton. Pretty pumped about it. I am stoked to have Roy McElroy represent pumped. Boston. Yeah. And and Keegan Bradley. Keegan. 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 Yo, I came from Bogey Island, by the way. <laughs> Keegan. 
Yeah, draining well, a putt. I, I hope can... Rory can actually drink like a like an old Irish no, boy. He Bro, he looks can. like Cannot. he drinks. No, he definitely Rory? can't drink. Nah, I drink what? that mofo. No. Look at Rory McIlroy. He's no. younger than me, and he looks twice my age. Well, he's also a weathered man from the sun traveling. Yeah, from he probably drinks drinking. a little bit. But he probably no. drinks and hits his wife. I can no. see that. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, no, no. No way are we snipping that, dude. No way. Dude, Rory McIlroy... That definitely does not drink. <laughs> what? He's no. Irish. He drinks. No. No, I, I drink more than him. I Rory McIlroy. So it depends on how you when say. I lo- when you look at him, what do you see? Just just without without anything that you know about him, if you just saw him in the street, what would your judgment be? He swings a club. <laughs> this dude has so much money. <laughs> yeah. This guy has so much money. I wouldn't money. think he drinks. To be honest, I wouldn't think he drinks. What? He's in too good of shape to be the drinker. He's you in say good he shape. He's a yeah. top athlete. Like, for his no age, way. for his age and the shape he's in, if he was a drinker, it'd be fucking him up. He'd be looking like John Daly. I don't think <laughs> so. I knew a be? lot of drunks in the Marine Corps that were <laughs> in great shape. Like Let's see, Rory, Rory, three miles. Rory is a Rory is a poster boy of the game. Yeah. He's got a status to uphold, so I think he takes that very seriously. Yeah, I don't think he drinks. And I don't think he drinks. I think he has the drink, occasional drink every once in a while. But I don't I, think I look at him. I don't think he's slogging think he him back. Shit faced. I don't think he's drinking every day. I think when no, he drinks, no, 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 no. I do agree with that. I think when that. he drinks, he I drinks. I do agree with Russ. I think when he drinks, he drinks. That's like, what I'm. That's I, I think literally the dude what gets I'm saying. Hammered and has a good time. But I'm saying on the nights that he does drink, that dude is like, I'm gonna get fucking rocked tonight, and then I'm gonna fucking fuck something, dude. Like that's fucking. <laughs> that's, that's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold something down tonight. The nights I drink, I drink. <laughs> the nights I don't drink. So, I'm yeah, put it in context like that. Yes, I. when he drinks, he drinks. I could see it. I could see it I, in his face. As a fellow alcoholic, I could see it in his eyes. <laughs> so, uh, what, what are some of these other teams? Teach me some, learn me some oh, stuff. Oh, we got too excited about Boston Common. Dude, I need a hoodie. I need Boston Common. Boston golf, Common. If you're listening yeah, when right is now, that shit coming out? If you're listening right now, I need a hoodie. They have a store. <laughs> they have a store. They have a Already? merch store, but there's no hoodies on it. It's only like t-shirts and, lo- and like crew necks. Ugh. Yeah, I need a hoodie. I want a hoodie. Yeah, I want a hoodie. I was like, nah, I want a hoodie. So yeah, Boston dude, Common Golf, degrees this reaches you, send us a hoodie, please. Send us all a hoodie. We got two, <laughs> two, three X. No, we got two. Three one XLs and a fucking medium. I don't know. Medium. All right. Yeah. Medium. That's, that's medium. what we need. All right. So Jeff, to answer your question, what are the other teams in the TGL? Russ. Yeah. So we have the uh, TGL New York I don't team, even know. the TGL San Francisco team. <laughs> we got Atlanta Drive Golf Club, obviously from hey. Atlanta. We got the Jupiter Lynx Golf Club, obviously from Florida. Yay. And the LA Golf Club. But so, it's pretty dope because you do have um, you have JT on the Atlanta team so far. We got Tiger Woods obviously being you know the head of the Jupiter team, and then Colin Morikawa yeah. for the LA team. Yeah, and they're still that's like, actively that's like building these rosters. Yes, they're still actively building the rosters. Yeah. LA and New uh, sorry San Fran <laughs> and New York seem to be the only ones who don't have any confirmed players yet. Nice. But hey, Boston's confirmed. So who gives a Boston's shit? Boston's the rest of them. Confirmed. Boston's got a full roster. They yeah. came out to Fenway Park, had a nice little fucking yeah, you know, dude, that was sick. They were an hour away from us moment. this whole time. Like I know we're, yep. we're sitting down here in Brock. Not yeah. in an hour. They're thirty minutes away from us. Yeah, we're yeah. sitting down with Joe Murray from ninety-eight-five, just shooting the shit on his podcast. It's a big poppy. Showed up. I heard. 
Yeah, I guess. Big Poppy Who and else Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez, yeah. yeah they were John all Henry. there. God, this Pedro is Martinez. This city. This <laughs> <laughs> is a fucking city. Yeah. The legendary boy. My, uh, my wife graduated Bridgewater State College hey, uh, so in, in uh, the summer, and uh, it was at Gillette Stadium, and Big Poppy gave uh, gave them a big... Like he re- he pre-recorded something for their gra- for their specific graduation. It was pretty cool. That's sick. It was like five minutes. I was like, Big Poppy genuinely loves this city. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like he He's does love. Dude, this he city. played the majority of his career in Boston. He lived yeah. in Boston for the majority of his. How long life. was he in Boston? Like thirteen like, years like or something Brady, like that. Dude. One three yeah. championships in Boston, right? Yeah, yeah dude. Three Clutch. Or two, two, two. They won three, right? In the he last won. So he years. won. He he did. He won an 04. Yeah. 04 was Poppy was on the, first the team, one. and then 07, Poppy 07. was on the team. Thirteen, Poppy was on the team. Yeah. So he won three. Yeah. Oh, he was still on the team in yes. thirteen. Wow, he did win three. Oh my. <laughs> so golf. Fuck. Um, so the the TGL format, a lot of people have been questioning is like, you know, so when they get these teams, are they going to be like living in these cities and things like that because like they're 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 based out of that city the, the answer is no no right. well no, just a from my understanding they, so when when does this kick off it kicks off in the, in the spring right i think it kicks off january 2024 okay well yeah. when does the doesn't the professional golf season is going to be going by then yeah, so it's just monday so here, nights. here's the thing it's just monday nights yeah all right, and no, they're not going to be living in their respective cities. And yeah, the reason being is because they're still PGA Tour professionals competing right. on the PGA Tour. Right. Yeah. So what they do is they compete on a Monday night in one location in Jupiter, Florida. Yep. And this one location, they just bring the teams in there, and they they play random courses, I believe. Like, they pick a course. It's an oversized simulator, as I mentioned. And they just they just show out, and they, they, got, a, they got seating for, for live audience and stuff like that. So... Hopefully next year you'll find us down in Jupiter, Florida. Oh yeah, we'll be there. Um, Jupiter, so here's my question: If it's only on Monday nights, uh, and it's this giant, giant simulator building with all this crazy technology and undulating greens, yeah, and every, right. Every golfer that comes in their pants wants to hear. So, what are they doing the other six nights of the week? Are they renting this fucking place out? They have to be right. Like, Probably I'll bet you can not. get a fucking bay there for five grand a fucking yeah, hour you could, you could probably rent the place out if you're if you're tiger woods well well i'm saying what do they do <laughs> how are they how are they making money off of that place the other six nights of the week i'll it bet i'll bet tv i'll bet they're renting out bays right no. it's already paid it's just, for dude. it's not like that it's not like it's a, a facility like that it's no. the whole place like when you beans. walk in it's probably a giant it's they got bleachers so they could have pe- live people there you could actually watch them play and then, then it's going to be like a, a field, like they had a. You haven't seen the fo- the concept photo for no. it. No, you've definitely seen it, but it's just like a big open like warehouse. Yeah, area. think of like the the sphere, like the Vegas sphere. Oh, but yeah. Instead of it being a stage, it's a giant golf simulator with a giant green that undulates right next to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, undulates. That's what it's gonna look like. It's I can't wait sick. to see that shit. It's like so on sick. TV. So the the modern match play is gonna be they'll be playing fifteen holes over two sessions. Triples will be nine holes, and singles will be six holes. Each hole is worth one point, and the team with the fewest shots wins the point. Ties are worth zero points, and there are no carryovers. The team with the most points after 15 holes wins the match. If tied, overtime is a 3v3 closest to the pin competition. Lit. That's fucking lit. 
And then for the screenplay, <clears throat> when the players hit into our giant 64-foot by 46-foot simulator powered by full swing, players hit from the tee boxes with real grass, fairway, rough, and sand into the screen for all shots, for all tee shots and approach shots. From yeah. inside approximately 50 yards, they transition to green play. How the fuck are they going to hit off of real grass? Have real grass in there. They can. Yeah. They can. Real grass. Or turf. Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy. They, they figured it out. Yeah, I get it. They got fucking unlimited. Yeah. And then, so green play for anything inside approximately fifty yards. Players move to a physical, custom-built green play area larger than four basketball courts. Within a thirty-eight hundred square foot putting area, there will be three fifteen-foot by twenty-seven-foot virtual screen greens by full swing. Each what? will have 189 actuators and jacks that allow the wow. slope of the green to change, creating new looks for each hole. Wow. Yeah. Yo, that's going to be This is going to awesome. be lit. Yo, the technology <laughs> piece of the TGL is fucking... Tech golf So listen, too. This is, when does this start in January, February time frame? Next right? year. Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. It so starts like, in 2024. This will be in the off... This will be like, like post-football... You know, when nothing is going on sport-wise. I mean, it'll still be football, right? Monday nights, yeah. No, because, like, the the the, the yeah. Super Bowl is, like, the first week of February. Yeah, you're right, you're first, right, second you're week right. Of So football's so, going to be over. Yeah. Yeah. It'll start right right. So football's right. over. Like, nobody gives a fuck about baseball, but that doesn't start until May anyway. You know what I mean? So, like, the, like this fills a big gap on, like, like TV, like, sports television to watch during yeah. the well, week. And what's going to be... Dude, it's gonna make betting fun. Like this is gonna be fun. It's gonna to be crazy. And, th- and this is this is the growth that I think like Tiger and Rory see this bringing to golf. You know oh what yeah. I mean? And plus like, the, the sponsorship money that they're gonna make alone. Oh yeah. DraftKings, MGM, all these fucking companies are gonna come so in their throats. Yeah. So yeah, January 2024, um, and they did announce that there will be a shot clock. Oh yeah, yeah I right. see 40 seconds. Yep. Right. So yeah, it says yeah, each yeah. player will have 40 seconds to hit their shot, or their team will receive a shot clock violation and a wow. one-stroke penalty. Damn. I feel... All right. So I want to put this can... official prediction out on a public fucking forum. I think in the first, like, while they're getting this going, the first couple of matches or maybe even the whole first season, I think there's going to be a fuck ton of violations because those guys do not take 40... That is not a part of their routine. They yeah, cannot knock out their routine at 40. At the same time. Yeah, so they're not going to... I understand that, so but like... more relaxed. Now, remember, so there was a... But 40 seconds to them, like, they take their full three minutes. They're trained to take their full so here, five minutes away. Jesse, hear me out on this. So we, we talked a few episodes back about, like, live, the type of competition there is, different from the PGA, and then we talk about the Ryder Cup and the energy at the Ryder Cup compared to, like, a PGA or a live event. It's all very different. You know what I mean? So when it comes to a new format of golf, any golfer, regardless of playing level, can adjust to what they're doing. No, no, no. They will adjust. I'm not, so I'm not th- disagreeing But this is what there. I'm saying. Like, if we, go to, if we go and play a round of golf, we go play a full 18 with a cut, right? Yeah. We're stepping cat. up, we're taking our pre-shot routines, we're taking whatever time we take to normally hit our ball when we're playing an actual round. But when we go to the driving range and we're just fucking around, we're just we're just swinging. We don't really take that, you know. That's we, true, like, we but don't if really I'm competing, I'm going through my routine. Now, here, 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 come, here I come with the, the, the competition level on each format. So PGA competition, they're in it. And this type of competition is going to be more of like a 
I can see it almost being more like a Ryder Cup type, not like that kind of energy, but like a a rah rah type energy as opposed to like a quiet please player. Yeah, on I the think team. they're going to be cheering I mean? while they hit. That's what I mean. Yeah, so like, yeah. I think it's going to be a different kind of energy, different type of competition. But if everyone is playing on that same energy, like that's that that's what's there. Like that's how they. That's what this type of league is bringing. They're all going to compete at that level together simultaneously. So like, it's all going to be even. You know what I mean? Across the playing field. They're still going to take it seriously because it is competition. For sure. But it's not a PGA event. Yeah, absolutely. So and I, I, yeah, if Tiger I think Woods takes three that's... minutes to hit his shot, he's not going to take he, – he can he can do it within – he can step up and just hit a ball if he wants to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's true. And on a simulator – I'm not going to say to the same degree and accuracy that he would if he went through his full routine. You know what I mean? No, but, but this at is – At the a, same time, it, like you said, it, it's simulated golf. It's so, simulated I mean, golf. It's it's going to be a different level of competition. It's going to be fun to watch. I it's think gonna it's going cool to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. I think betting wise, a lot of scores are going to come down to penalty points. I think I think that's what's going to happen. The first I couple of matches, first few. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like a lot, I bet a lot. Like Justin Thomas will like swing his club and then tee and then tee off or something. And it'll be like, oh bitch, that was 42 seconds. So like that's actually <laughs> plus two, not plus one. <laughs> and he'll be like, fuck. And then you know, like I think that's I think that's going to happen a lot. In the beginning, well, I think that's going to happen I'm a lot. That's exciting. my that's my prediction. It's very see. exciting to see yeah. what happens. What kinds of uh, Russ, you 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 and me, uh, we do a lot of Fanduel, and um, what, what kinds of bets do you think are going to be available for for this kind of stuff? I couldn't tell you. Probably, I it's couldn't probably mostly going to be more like team based, like over unders or spreads. Do you think there's going to be spreads? <laughs> it could be all of that. Yeah, I I think that I mean to me number wise, they could be able to make spreads. They could be able to predict. Yeah, you know who's going to win like the that. most holes? How, how many? How many holes is it going to be? The winner has, you know, six and a half under. Like, or is it yeah, six and a half over? Yeah, yeah, That's that's the kind of shit I want to see. Yeah. I want to bet on this. this is gonna, I feel like this is going to be really fun, be fun to bet on. It could be. All right, well, we got the TGL coming to us in January 2024. One confirmed full team right now coming from Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Shout out. Um, we got a couple other teams going. And, again, Thank you guys for your service. Happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we appreciate everyone for listening. Make sure you go follow, like, subscribe, hit us on our socials, and uh, if you want to send us any messages, any suggestions for topics to talk about on on the podcast, if you want to come on and you know, have a conversation with us, want to come out and play golf with us, hit us at our email. That's bogeyisland at gmail.com. Let us know what you guys want to hear about on the next episode. And remember... Always buy the Mulligans. <laughs>